all growth starts with a tiny, tiny 1% shift. So ask yourself, big ways, little ways, teeny tiny ways, where did I grow in 2023? Okay, again, sit with this one and it will give you an idea of what mattered to you in 2023, which will help you create the future that is most in alignment with your heart and your values. And that is a fulfilled life. Welcome to Heal Your Relationships. This podcast is all about healing your marriage and your other close relationships without waiting for the people around you to change. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita Sun. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends. Happy New Year! This is our first episode in 2024, and I'm super excited for this year personally and professionally. There's a lot that I'm thankful for from 2023, and a lot that I'm looking forward to creating in 2024. And I hope that you have had some lessons and some growth and some joy and some maybe even some grief and sadness in 2023 because all of that means that you were alive. Remember, the only way to know that we're alive is that we've had a mix of experiences and emotions. That is true of every single person alive on the planet. The exact mix varies by year to year and the type of good and bad experiences vary from person to person. However, if you have been alive in this past year, you've had a smattering of both. And that is how it should be. That is the only way to stay on this planet. So every year around New Year, I have a ritual by which I ask myself a series of questions to think about the year that's just passed and to learn from it and to have a sense of closure about it and to intentionally create my way of being and the things I want to bring into my life in this coming year. And I wanted to share those five questions with you today in the hopes that one or maybe all of them will help you create an intentional life rather than sort of just blindly exist, which is what I did for sadly for decades, actually, for a long, long time, from my teenage years up until my mid 30s, even. I'm in my late 40s now. Up until my mid 30s, even, I was pretty unconscious. I was just surviving, just sort of reacting to things as they happen. I had some professional goals, even some financial goals, but that was about it. Other than that, I just took life as it came and sort of went through every day as it was presented to me with whatever skills I had in that moment. And I wish, I do wish that I'd had somebody to help me without blaming or shaming or finger wagging to help me ask myself questions that would reveal my own desires to me. 
I could have saved at least a decade of my life. So I hope some of these questions will help you create 2024 and live it with your eyes wide open. Because the truth is, none of us know if we will be granted even one more day in this lifetime, right? We don't like to think about it. We don't bring it up in conversation. We try not to even let our thoughts wander there. But the truth is, the one certainty, the one certainty of life for every single person born is that we will die. That is the great equalizer. That is a one certainty. So we can either try to pretend that's not there, or we can use that as a way to create a meaningful life. So I'm choosing the latter because I spent and wasted more than a couple of decades in the former. It was a mindless life, in some ways carefree, because I never thought about anything, but it caused a lot of loss of potential, loss of direction, and loss of growth and fulfilling relationships. So many things that I could have had that would have spoken to my unique heart. So here goes. The first question that I like to ask myself is, what are the experiences that I most enjoyed in 2023 or in this previous year? What experiences, which experiences did I enjoy in 2023? Whenever I have done this, and I've been doing this for several years now, every time I sit down to answer this question, I usually can come up only with three or four and then my mind goes blank. And that's where the juice is. That's where the gold is. <laughs> it will likely happen to you too. Maybe your number might be two experiences and it goes blank. Or maybe it's 20 experiences and then it goes blank. Whatever, wherever your mind comes up with a blank, sit with it and dig deeper. Because that's where the gold is. The longer I sit with this, I have filled three pages worth of experiences after telling myself that I've already written down the top six or seven and that's all, like I can't think of anything else. Then I sit with it and sit with it and sit with it. And before I know it, it's like four pages. Why is this important? Because at the end of the day, we tend to measure our life in terms of meaningful experiences. If you think back to your past, you're not thinking, oh, yeah, when I was 34, I was making this much money. I had this much exactly in my bank account. You might if you're specifically looking at your finances. But 99% of the time when we're thinking about our past, we're thinking about our relationships and our experience and what we were doing, where we were living, what was happening to us and around us and between us and other people. Those are the memories by which we measure our lives. And that's how we create meaning. Meaning is all made up anyway. And the only way to create meaning that gives you a sense of a fulfilling life is to curate experiences. So really sit with this one and take some time to answer this. Which experiences did I most enjoy in 2023? Some of them will be big. Some of them will be so tiny. I remember writing 
a couple of days ago when I was doing this exercise for myself, I remember writing things like, there was this moment where I was at a traffic stop <laughs> a few months ago and it was autumn, it was fall and I was at a traffic stop and somehow the way the light was shining against the color, the golden leaves, I just felt such a sense of well-being and felt so nourished in that moment. My whole body just felt a second of feeling like I was glowing. It was only a second, but I still remember it. And I'm so grateful for that. But I wouldn't have ever remembered that if I just jotted down the top four or five or six things that came up to my mind and then went on to the next question. And these little moments also make up the fabric of your life. It also tells you the things that you want to create in the coming year. Because now you know what you value. What is uniquely speaking to your heart. So that's the first question. The second question is where did I grow most in 2023? Notice this is not about external achievements. Okay, this is about your internal sense of growth. That internal growth might have had an effect on your external world or your relationships or your environment or your job or your finances or your parenting or your health, right? It might have shown up on the outside, but the genesis happened on the inside. Maybe it was a way of thinking. Maybe it was joining a program or a mentorship or getting coaching or starting therapy or the new friendship that you made with the mom of one of your children's friends, right? It could be something, but it should be something that you can say it took a little bit, even if it's just 1% of a shift internally for me to try that out, right? If you make friends really easily, then it might not have even required a 1% shift for you to become friendly with this parent of your son's friend, right? But if it is something that is generally a little bit harder for you, and you took a chance during maybe a soccer game and went up to a mom and said hello and chatted and then, you know, texted about a coffee date, that is growth. That is you expanding. Even if it is tiny, it is precious because all growth starts with a tiny, tiny 1% shift. So ask yourself, big ways, little ways, teeny tiny ways, where did I grow in 2023? Okay, again, sit with this one and it will give you an idea of what mattered to you in 2023, which will help you create the future that is most in alignment with your heart and your values. And that is a fulfilled life. All right, let's go to the third question. Number three, what experiences do I want to have in 2024? Again, these are actually experiences, not achievements. You'll notice that as you write this list, that a lot of the experiences will likely be with somebody or a group of somebodies that you care about. So you may say, I want to take my mom to that trip, or I want to buy my dad this thing, or I want to 
take myself on a mindfulness retreat or I want to take my children to Disney or I want to visit my homeland twice next year or I want to learn how to ski or get better at my violin playing. So it will likely have something to do with art, music, other people, or inner growth. Those are the kind of experiences, right? Even if you say, I want to have the experience of having frequent massages. Even that, there is a sort of sensory relaxation, being with yourself, an expansive experience of time that you are longing for. That's what the massage represents, right? You can ask yourself, what does the massage actually represent for me? Of all the self-care things that I could do, why am I picking a massage per se? And that will give you an idea of what it is that those experiences that you want to have in 2024, what do they represent? Why do you want to have those particular experiences? So first, make a big list of every experience. Again, I did this for this year, for 2024. And I have a huge list of experiences, <laughs> literally an entire page and a half of experiences that I just want to have just because I want to have them. Because they speak to my unique way of being in the world and... You know, none of us can experience all the wonderful things in the world, right? There's just not enough time or opportunity or resources for any one person to experience all the good stuff that life has to offer. Nor would we want to because some of the things that, you know, my sister might want to experience is just not something that I'd be interested in and vice versa. So you want to know what is it that would make 2024 juicy and delicious and fun and vibrant and alive and sort of nourishing for you? Everything else in your life should fit around these experiences. I'll give you one tip on this that I actually really benefited from, which is I've been meaning to uh, redo my office, okay? In my house, I wanted to redo my office. I like to tend to like a sort of a minimalistic, calm, zen-like atmosphere. It just helps me think when there's less stuff around me. But my office right now, to my liking, has too much stuff. So I've been wanting to redo it and really pare things down and wanted to get a bamboo mat and blah, 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 <laughs> Okay. But when I did this exercise, I realized that none of my experience that I wrote down has anything to do with my office space. It was kind of like an eye-opening thing for me because here I am thinking of spending all this money and moving all this furniture to different parts of the house so that I can create this atmosphere. But when I asked myself, what do I want to experience in 2024? It didn't even occur to me, which means that there are far more important things that would make me feel like I'm coming alive and feeling nourished and feeling like I was actually in life, awake and alive and experiencing my life. So this helped me think about what else would I like to use those funds for. And we ended up picking a couple of things and we've already made some, some bookings. We've 
booked some experiences based on what came up with this question for me. So go into it with an open mind. Write down every experience you can think of. I One of my experiences was to see more Broadway shows. I love Broadway. So I wrote down, see more Broadway shows. And then I realized it's not specific enough. So I asked myself, which Broadway shows? And then I went online and looked up all these. And I ended up with 12 Broadway shows that I so, so just thinking about seeing them excites me, makes me come alive. Okay. Just imagining it makes me come alive. So how will that experience be? It'll be even more wonderful. And not only that, if something happens to me next year and I, you know, end up not being able to, for some reason or the other, maybe my health is struggling, you just never know what's going to happen. Then what we have left is our memories. What we have left when we either get sick or in our old age are our memories. And we want to have the memories that make this short life worthwhile. Don't postpone memories. Not worth it. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. So postponing, the most important reason that you're here, doesn't make sense. That doesn't mean you have to go spend money that you don't have. Let's say you love uh, Broadway shows. And like me, you don't have the funds to be able to see 15 Broadway shows in one year. (laughs) Great, go see just one. Or go see a show at your local theater that is a remake of a Broadway show or similar to one. I mean, if you like Broadway shows, you probably like theater in general. You don't have to spend a lot of money to live a life that feels alive and enriching. All right, so that's the third question. The fourth question is, in what ways do I want to grow in 2024? Notice questions three and four are the mirror image of the questions one and two, except now we're talking into the future. So what, in what ways do I want to grow in 2024? Okay, for me, I want to become fit, more fit in my physical health. And that's a challenge for me. So for me, it is an area of inner growth. I have to grow and push against my own inner sort of hesitations and habits in order to have that physical fitness. So it's not just about the physical fitness. It's the fact that it's hard for me, which would require inner growth. So ask yourself that question. And then the fifth and final question is, I urge you to pick a word or a phrase for 2024 through which you will filter all your decisions for this coming year. Okay, let me repeat that again. Pick a word or a phrase for 2024 that will serve both as an intention for how you plan out your calendar, how you spend your money and your time, right? It's a way of orienting yourself to what you want to create in 2024, but it also serves as a filter for decisions. So if somebody asks you to take on a project at work or be on the PTA committee or you're thinking about starting a new hobby or a friend wants you to, you know, join a book club. Okay, whatever things might come up 
unexpectedly, and there'll be hundreds of them, right, in 2024, you can use this as a filter to decide if that's in alignment with your most intentional life or not. Because here's the thing, the hardest decisions to say no to or the hardest opportunities to say no to are not the ones that you are clear that you don't want. Those are, I mean, it might be a little uncomfortable for the most part. We can say no to things that we know for sure we don't want. The thing that is really hard is knowing when to say no to things that we sort of like. We don't dislike it, but it's not our top priority. It's not our most alive way of experiencing life. It's kind of okay. Those are the kind of opportunities that will suck away at you creating an intentional life. So pick a word or a phrase that will help you create the life and opportunities and and experiences that you want, but also use as a filter for deciding on opportunities or asks or requests that come unexpectedly in 2024. So you know which ones are meaningful and which ones are nice because those are the most dangerous ones, the middle, you don't love it, but you don't hate it kind of opportunities and requests. Those are the ones that we have to guard against more than any other. So that's my five questions for you. I hope you found this helpful. I have done this for a few years now and it has helped tremendously for me to be able to create an intentional life. And then at the end of the year, I actually review back on these five questions. And I have another series of questions to ask myself to bookend, which I will share with you at another time. But these five will help you close out 2023 and create 2024 in a way that if by any chance it turns out that it is either your last year or my last year on this earth, we would have lived it fully and with everything that we've got, but in a way that is in alignment with our true selves. All right, my friends, happy new year again, and I will see you in a few days. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like access to our Marriage Repair Toolkit, you can go to www.healyourrelationships.com all one word, healyourrelationships.com and look for free training. I'll see you there.